Your source for community. Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. Good morning and welcome to Arts R Us. I'm Noreen Mitchell. I'm here in the studio with Karen Cassian. And we're pleased to welcome uh, what's, who's been called the greatest guitarist in Canada, <gasps> Mike McCavin. He's a musician, a renowned guitarist, as I mentioned, songwriter and singer, I think. Thanks for singer, joining us, maybe. Mike. And most importantly, we want to talk to you about owner and operator of Music on Main in downtown Huntsville. Wow. Welcome, that's, Mike. That's big. You're like, you sound almost famous, Mike. Um, thanks. I don't know if I'll be able to fit my head through the studio door once we're done. <laughs> Greatest guitar player in Canada, huh? Well, I, who said that, Noreen? It's a guy called um, Bobby's Short Shorts. You were on an interview that I found. Oh, could be. And it's uh, well, it's Rob's intriguing. Inner Circle. Right, yes, 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 yes. yes. He said, yeah. he introduced you as the best yeah. guitarist in Canada. I got, I got to remember to mail my check and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> is guitarist another word for a guitar player, or yeah. is it more than that? Oh, Well, I like to think there's two, two sort of schools of thought. There's guitar player. There's people who play guitar just for playing guitar. And then there's guitarists. Guitarist is more of someone who's career-minded and really trying to do it. Um, there's a little bit more discipline involved usually, and uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, and I want to say this, is when you enter your shop on uh, Main Street West, Music on Main, number seven, it's, there's a, such a beautiful row of guitars on the wall. Uh, and I think you developed a passion for guitars at an early age. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I mean... My cousins took me to an Ozzy Osbourne concert when Randy Rhodes was still alive. I mean, I wasn't old enough to be there, but I was there. And, uh, yeah, I got to see this guy just rip it up on stage. And I was just like, oh, that's what I want to do. How old were you? I was probably 11. Yeah, about 11. Give us a bit about your background, Mike. Where where were you from originally? Uh, originally, I was born in Montreal and... Um, Lived there for very many years. Uh, I went to live with my grandparents just because of some family stuff that happened. That's where my music was really sort of elevated and pushed and encouraged. Um, my granddad was a jazz musician. Oh, wow. Um, my I had an aunt who's an opera singer. Um, lots of my cousins play, and, and you know, there's lots of music in the family. My, my Uncle Virgil, uh, who's passed recently, he was quite the troubadour, so... Do you ever get together and jam with your relatives? You know what? I got together with my grandfather a couple of times and played when I was a little older. And uh, it was interesting because he, he was like, wow, you've really developed. And I said, cool. well, you, you nurtured that. I remember that he came into my room where I was staying one day and he said, Michele, come on, let's go. We go to Franco. We see. We go get you guitar. And then I was looking at all these cheap guitars. He goes, look, if you want someone to take you seriously, you need to go for that Gibson Les Paul that's on the wall there. And we're going to get you this amp. Anything in between, you go work at the the, the butcher shop cleaning up the guts and you, <laughs> you, you buy yourself some pedals. So that's what, kind of what I did. You've had a lot of good advice. And I know there's another person you wanted to thank, and that's Uncle Jerry. Who yeah. is Uncle Jerry? Uncle Jerry 
Jerry Markman came into my life when I started working at Steve's. I'd been doing Steve's Who's Steve's music downtown. Okay, okay. And uh, I've been doing some guitar clinics for Digitech and Washburn Guitars and Parker Fly and Marshall Amps. And the season kind of dried up a little bit. And being like a young guy, I just I I never liked being I never liked downtime. Right? You know, mm-hmm. it makes for the devil's workshop. Right? So I. Somehow got talked into working at Steve's and I came across this beautiful human being and she used to be married to my aunt Shelley. She used to be married to Uncle Jerry Markman. And uh, yeah, they so they were divorced and working together. So they were the, the, the epitome of like making it work. And uh, they were sort of like my surrogate parents in a way. Of, of And Jerry bestowed upon me all sorts of wisdom with music industry, with life, all that stuff. So. You can just see the affection. He happened to be in the music on Main when I was there. And you can just see the mutual affection yeah. and admiration. Yeah. So How funny. did you end up in Huntsville? Well, I was on tour with my band at the time, Gypsy Rose. We'd done a European tour. And we'd come back. And then my guitar tech, um, James, well, I called him Teapot. He was from Birmingham. And... Uh, Alabama? No, Birmingham, like England. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, he came okay. back. He came back with me because he wanted to. Um, he he just wanted a vacation. He didn't want to hop the next tour, so he came down. He said, oh, "By the way," he showed me what they had done, and it was like, "Oh crap!" So what had happened is they the guys had put me on a dating site because they were sick and tired of seeing me as single, and uh, I hated everybody on there. It sat dormant for a while, and then finally James talked me into doing it one night, and. Lo and behold, Jill Taylor's profile popped up, and I was like, "Ooh, I like her. What do I do?" <laughs> and why did you like her? Did, you liked her like physically, or you liked what her, what it said? Or well, she musical. Uh, she, she had a great picture. I mm-hmm. mean, she's got an incredible smile, and I, so that's what sort of made me go in and look further. She's very well spoken, and she's very articulate and snarky at times. And I was Perfect. like, "I like her. <laughs> this is good." And we even gave her a. We, we gave her the sexy librarian sort of code name uh, between oh. us. So. Is she musical? She's very musical. She sings like a bird. She tries to play some guitar every once in a while. But And, uh, and I hear she can cook. Yeah, she's a really good cook. Wow. Yeah, she's, she's a terrific cook for soup. And uh, yeah. actually, I found out from Mike before we came on that Mike writes the intros on the little uh, on Facebook posts about what is on the menu and really tantalizing stuff. So that's on your Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so you know what soup it is that day. It's coming up. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. We just try and put it out there so that people can get a feel for what we're trying to do. Like certain foods like shawarma jerk chicken um like the meatball sandwich the the muffaletto we're trying to bring stuff to you said vegan a lot of and there's a lot of vegan stuff too we kind of tried to tap that and the um the gluten-free thing too Mm -hmm. yeah i think that would be be the only people in huntsville or the only it's it's a huge void out there for cafes on the main drag and you know when the it's um, not just a cafe; it's a coffee shop. It is. It's a coffee, a coffee shop. House. Coffee it's a house. coffee house. Yeah. It's definitely a Queen Street West kind of coffee house. Funky it's vibe. long been a coffee house, so it's I can see people just gathering there again yep. because they know where it is. I'm How'd still waiting up? to hear. Sorry, yeah. I mean, um, how you got to Huntsville? <laughs> oh, um, well, so she and I went out on a date, and mm-hmm. we started. You know, the relationship came about, and. Um, 
you know, I was still sort of very much rooted in Toronto and, and Lindsay, I had a century home there with my studio. So I was very rooted there, but then the opportunity came up to start a business up here. So I thought, you know what? There's nothing keeping me in Lindsay except the bar down the street. So guess what? I'm moving. <laughs> so you'd never been here, or you? I'd been here before. I, I used to come here um, as a sales rep. Basically, I did. I was a product specialist for um, Roland Canada for oh, the okay. guitar uh, end of things, and I remember grumbling and screaming and and just being really grumpy with. The, the, the people in the office about having to go up to Huntsville. I said, there's nothing in Huntsville. Nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> Boy, that's so, changed. Well, yeah. And I came up here two years prior to meeting Jill. So that's when I st- took over that territory and started really tra- start traveling in here. And I remember I, I went to the Huntsville Brew House and I had the best burger I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. And I've been around the world. I had many burgers, but that is the best burger ever period good to hear yeah i know their food is good we go there often and Lori and bruce have become friends subsequently and Mm then they're just the whole gang is amazing there they're just wonderful wonderful people i mean all the restaurants downtown like you know like manny and Lindsay, little place by the lights i love those guys and Mm -hmm. i love the food that they make and nick and alora and like Everybody out there is just incredible. Don't you think people are friendly up here? Like I've heard that often when people first come up, it's like it, it's almost unbelievable to them in the beginning because people are so friendly. It is a little mm-hmm. overwhelming, and, and mm-hmm. the whole recognition thing too. Though with Gypsy Rose, it was like, whoa! How do you know that? <laughs> I don't look anything like I did back then, but you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of wild. This is a good moment. We're going to take a break right now from Arts R Us, and we're going to be back with Mike McCavin in just a moment. This is Dr. Shervin. Hello. Dr. Shervin owns a dental practice in Huntsville. Yes, ma'am. But it's not only a dental practice. Dairy Lane Dental plays a major role in our community, supporting organizations that enrich your town like Community Radio, being a member of the Bay Food Crew, and Huntsville Hospital Foundation Business Cares Program. Dr. Shervin and his team at Dairy Lane Dental knows that alongside truly understanding their patients by providing a pleasant dental experience comes a responsibility to take care of our home. This is correct. Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. We're back on Arts R Us. I'm Noreen Mitchell with Karen Cassian, and our guest today is Mike McCavin of Music on Main. And we've been talking about music, we've been talking about food. How did they come together as an idea? Well, um, I was just going to do the guitar shop for a while and have some coffee and some baked goods just trucked in. Um, there's a lot of companies in the States, like um, Chicago Music Exchange was one of them, to offer coffee and some pastries and stuff like that to their guests. And that's kind of how I looked at it. I don't look at it as customers. I look at it as guests. Mm -hmm. So I started thinking about that, and I was going to do that because there's a huge lack of coffee on the main drag. I mean, people do it, but not like a coffee shop, not like a coffee house. So, and then Jill started whispering to her friends about 
made me wanting to do this. And then she told a few friends, and then she told her mom, and then the proverbial hoop poop sorry hit the fan and i was just like damn it batman has to make a bigger bat cave now so i had to rental that kitchen like you would not believe yeah, it was a small speed. kitchen i heard it's all well it was large we decided to cut it in two because oh. we didn't need it to be that big oh i thought it was small pardon me it's small now because i cut it in half okay. um there was like a a what do you call it? a retain not a retaining wall but like they were a, doing catering at one point i think from there yeah. yeah i i could see them using the whole kitchen though it wasn't very usable towards the back. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not sure. I never saw the the operation, but I knew for what I wanted to do, it wasn't. It was just too big, and I and I needed storage huge for like I need a stock room. So yeah, that's what I did. It's a beautiful building, a historic building, the Seven Main. It's a, and it's really a, a really a nice thing that you've maintained it as a historical mm-hmm. building. Well, I've always been into old stuff. Um, like I love vintage amps. I love vintage pedals. I love old homes. Um, my house in Lindsay was, you know, 1839. It was an old, really old house. Did you buy an old house here? Um, I haven't bought a house. I just bought a big store. Oh, okay. So uh, So so, you're just renting. Uh, no, that's, yeah. Looks like a personal thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I have a question about, are you a chef too? Or is it just Jill? Um, no, I, I cook as well. I, I learned the old fashioned way. I learned from my Nona when I was little. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd sort of peek over her hands and I'd see her hands doing this dance when she was making meatballs or her bread or her mm-hmm. pizza dough or whatever. And that's how I kind of learned early on. And I hone my cooking chops just being on my own because I, I hated like the food that was being offered at some of the places I went to so just started cooking my own well I look forward to coming to your establishment and having lunch you have a lot of technical experience uh, not only just experience as a player a performer but how did you build that that part of your your career in terms of uh, repairs and all that, all the equipment? Um, well, the repair thing came early on. I remember I was in high school and I was in Scarborough and I had, I went down to the 12th fret. And What is that? They're, they're, they, they were, at the time they were a little shop on Kingston Road and they did like really heavy duty repairs. They were repairing instruments by like Alex Lifeson and Rick Emmett and, and, Kim Mitchell and all these big name players would go there to gather instruments repaired. So I thought I should check this out. And I ended up buying myself a very early um, DiMarzio Super Distortion pickup, which was like a little sensor that goes underneath the strings in a guitar. And I wanted to modify my, my Japanese Fender Strat that I had. So I took it to Cosmo and I spoke to Joe Agnello, who uh, is an amazing man. Just incredible, Uncle Joe. I call him. He was someone who had who helped me develop that part of my technical knowledge very early on. So he showed me how to wire up a super distortion pickup and put it in phase with the other pickups, and that sort of got bitten by the bug. Cool. So. I've seen YouTube demos of various guitars that you were playing and performing, and I mean, I don't know very much, but I can just tell you're passionate. It just comes out, and I know that you're really talented. Uh, what is it that you still want to do 
in terms of yeah, your you, guitar you life, to, your guitarist will life. Will you be playing in Huntsville? Is that like, um, have you played on Hunter's Bay Radio? I haven't yeah. played on Hunter's no? Bay Radio yet, no. Um, Are you you're planning I, to? I, I, I definitely want to. I've been, as you guys know, I, I suffered a very debilitating stroke that sort of... Are you er, getting, you, you seem... I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. Look, yeah. I'm fine. And what what's what's sort of left now is my my energy levels go sharply down when I'm, during the day sometimes, and my right hand super fast picking and damping and all that super hyper fine motor skill stuff is is still affected by it. So I'm a little bit self conscious about it because can't I, tell. I've gone can't to tell. such a high level of playing. Like I mean. I could do my best Steve Morris impersonation or my je- best John Petrucci impersonation. And, you know, people close their eyes and be like, oh, my God, that's, it's him. Right. So it's been tough. Um, that part of me, it, it's like taking the, the needle away from a junkie, really. So that's been a challenge for me to find that balance. And I'm I wake up every morning and I'm grateful to the universe. And I, you know, I. And you're a cheerful guy. Yes. Uh, I am it, it cheerful get, extrovert. I might say it can get dark sometimes. I mean, it, it's it's hard. Like when I'm in the shop playing, and the best way to describe it is like almost like static. Your brain is thinking it, and I'm talking like we're talking anywhere between ten and twenty thousand hours of playing time. And when you get to that level, you're sort of considered a virtuoso, and. I've been called that by many of my peers, by many of my heroes, and to not have that is is very tough. And to sit there and try and play as fast as I did before and have this static happen, because it's like a connection between your brain and your hands, the neuropaths, when you get this like staticky kind of thing sputtering almost, it's like... It's very, very frustrating. So that, that part of it's it's pretty tough. But then I just go have one of Jill's soups and I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a lot of support from the community. And first of all, setting up. I know Chris Wagland was a big help. Yeah. Juan Barbosa. Yeah. I think there were other names. Um, but you've also given a lot to the community already. I know you're part of the 12 Days of Christmas right here at HBR. Thank you very much for that. And also the caroling, the Huntsville Public School. Yeah. That was a great... Did you know they came and caroled in front of Seven Main? No, I didn't. So how did that come about? Um, one of the teachers just comes in all the time, and, and she just asked if she can use our patio as a platform. And honestly, music is music. It doesn't matter whether it's death metal, whether it's Nor- Norwegian black metal, whether it's country music whether it's rock and roll whether it's rootsy americana whatever i mean music is music i listen to it all do you think there there are so, a lot of musical people in huntsville like exceptionally or you just there's tons to, i think there's something in the water up here definitely i, I think it's a I vortex mean, of some sort. it's huge mm-hmm. um i mean you got a guy like juan barbosa who's mm-hmm. like you know world-class level drummer guitarist vocalist and you got guys like chris waglin who's an incredible incredible bass player i mean his chops and his breadth of knowledge is just amazing um but you're right up there with them all mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? i'm just a guy i'm just a dude who but you're finding your kindred music. spirits up here yeah nice. and i mean there's some great people up here like you know Mita berg um yes. sawyer lance is a really talented young guy coming up mm-hmm. um, jack 
Gan? Yeah. 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 There's there's Bat. There's there's Christina Hutt. So the, there's a huge community. There's Stan Tate, um, mm-hmm. Sean Cotton. Yes, um, yeah. There's also um, Chris Godet, who's an incredible guitar player in his own right. So there's lots of people up here. There's no shortage of talent. Um, Sounds like you've come to the right place. So do you have any advice for a young person that would like to have a career in music? And maybe not necessarily just performance space, but I guess that's what you know best. But um, Stick to it. Stick to your passion. It's, it's one of these things where you, you're only limited by the skies these days. Because it almost doesn't even matter like record labels are, are a thing of the past they're gonna pretty much be nothing pretty soon and they've been their own worst enemy in terms of you know shooting themselves in the foot um these days it's all about getting your music online and you know getting all your social media in line and, and talking to one another and and really reaching out and doing it um in terms of music i mean for me it was a necessity it was like a fish being in water. I needed that. I'm like that with books. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's like breathing for me to read. Yeah, yeah. And I've been compromised with the cataracts recently, and I was just, I really relate to uh, the lack of something that is so integral to your whole life. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's always good to have a backup plan too. Like having, I, when I wasn't on tour, like I was cooking at the Pied Monk and Lindsay and doing stuff like that. So it's always good having backup and, and knowing how to monetize every skill that you have. Um, like I'm a, I hate painting. Absolutely hate it, but I'm really good at it because of my OCD problem. I, I have this thing where even with my, my guitar pedals, that's where I noticed I had OCD. I have option anxiety. Like, okay, which ones do I put on? Which ones do I use? Which ones do I press? What menu do I use? But you actually try painting even though you don't like it. You do. I, I, I was running a painting business for the longest time. Oh, painting like walls? Wall oh, painting. I thought yeah, you meant yeah. like... I love perfectionism. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm no, talking commercial painting, yeah. like, not yeah. like not like painting art. Okay, sorry. But um, Mike, um, how can people find out more about you? Do you have online? Do you have... Uh, well, we have a website coming up. Um, Leah Reader, who's an amazing woman, amazing, amazing resource for anything online, is doing our website. And um, she, you could you know, touch base on, on Instagram and Facebook. Better yet, just come in and say hi. So is it under your name or under the restaurant? It'll be under the restaurant's okay. name, yeah. Okay. I'm also on Facebook. I mean, it's, it's I'm very kind of guarded about that, but, mm-hmm. you know... It, I'm on there. You can, you can reach me. I'm urging people to go into Seven Main and mm-hmm. hear some music, talk music, eat some fine food. Anyway, I wish you all the best in Huntsville, Mike. Too, Mike. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's been a real passion with just Jill and I marrying our, our sort of love of music and food and funky old stuff and, and just creating this vibe where people can come and hang and just immerse themselves in the music. Well, thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Thanks, guys. This is our final show of 2021. We want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Gather resilience for 2022 from the warm embrace of family gatherings over the holidays. Take care. Stay safe. Don't forget to look for beauty everywhere. See you all in the new year. There's only one Hunter's Bay Radio. We We are are Muskoka. Muskoka.